0: Question I've got here is: Do we offer treatment for rosacea or facial thread veins? So, the answer to that question is a resounding no, because that is a vascular surgeon who'd well, or actually, a dermatologist probably. Um, rosacea is sort of red redness of the cheeks. Um, facial thread veins, a, t- a very small thread veins. Very well. Very small veins, um, you can get them on, on well anywhere really, um, and that would be not 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 me anyway. Um, I don't think many plastic surgeons would dabble in that. I would suggest a dermatologist for that. Uh, thread veins, yes, a vascular surgeon. Whether that facial thread, thread veins, well, they certainly do thread veins on the legs and things on the limbs. But um, yeah, sorry. It's it's a it's a funny old business, this, and I do think it is good to give a sort of holistic service. Um, but at the moment, I'm very much focusing on surgery, and I would like to give a holistic surgery a service so that people have, who have other problems, like for instance, some um, cosmetic issues like this sort of thing, rosacea and stuff, could come to the clinic and have them treated. But the problem is, it, you know, I, I'm it's not my focus at the moment. And my focus is on trying to build the business up with the breast and body contouring, which is basically what I've always done and what I've always specialized in. So, um, I didn't, don't really want to sort of diversify and be just a sort of general cosmetic clinic, which does a bit of everything. But at the same time, I do think it would be helpful sometimes because we do get asked about this sort of stuff. Anyway, that's another, the problem I've got, you know, is when you get to a certain age, you don't want hassle anymore, you know, and it's just hassle. It's just potential for hassle. um, I think, and I think there are people out there who specialize in the non-surgical stuff. You know, they perhaps don't do the surgical stuff. They just do the non-surgical stuff. And that's their, that's their thing. And I'm thinking, I'm just going to leave that to them. You know, for instance, dermatologists will be treating this really well. Um, and at the, you know, at the moment, we just got surgeons at the clinic. We just do surgery. We know what we're doing. We can, we can do that sort of thing. Um, so we're not branching into the cosmetic arena and I am just focusing on my niche or niche as they call it in America. So, yeah, so we're not, we just really do surgery. Louise, I hope you're. I hope you're well, Louise, and I hope you're okay. And I, I am very well. Thank you for asking. When can I exercise following a breast reduction? Um, first thing I'd say is the breast reduction is quite a big operation. I think people often don't realise how big an operation it is. I mean, obviously it varies. There are sort of big breast reductions and smaller breast reductions. Smaller breast reductions more towards the um, towards the sort of um breast lift uh, end of the spectrum so best breast lift and a breast reduction are a similar procedure or the breast reduction reduces the breast size whereas a breast lift keeps the size the same and just improves the shape breast reduction reduces the size and improves the shape so it is quite a big deal a um breast reduction and it is quite a big operation i mean it's about two and a half three hours under a general anesthetic so you know it's it's not a sort of lunchtime procedure um you may be able to go home same day, but you will, you know, often stay overnight. So it's like one night stay, day case or one night stay. So it's as I say, it's a relatively big procedure. Um, and um, the first week, you're not going to feel like doing anything. You'll have dressings on, etc. Uh, dressings will come off after one week. You're normally pretty well healed after the first week. Then, um, uh. You'll be up and about exercising, like, well, walking from the start. You probably won't be doing much more than walking uh, for the first week or two. After the second week, you might gently want to get into a bit of exercising by lightly um, doing stuff like the exercise bike gently. Um, Don't want to do anything too high impact. And it's at least a month, probably six weeks for anything too heavy, just because you gonna make it swell. It's a big op. You're going to make it swell if you do things too soon and you want those scars to all knit together. So they're, they're getting pretty well started in terms of the knitting together about six weeks. Um, it does take, you know, three, six, 12 months for the, everything to probably settle. But in terms of exercising, I know a lot of people have maybe exercised and try to get down to a certain weight before having the procedure. They um, they can, um, uh, you know, they want to get back into it, so they don't want to stop for too long. So, yeah, I would say uh, four to six weeks. But the other thing I would say is listen to your body. You know, I always give these um, sort of broad um, timescales to people. But really everybody's an individual, everyone's different. We'll work closely with you. You can work with with Vicky at the the clinic to see how your healing's going. If your healing's going well, you might be able to start exercising a bit sooner. If you're having a bit of a delayed healing, you might want to leave it for a little bit. So it is variable depending on how you heal. But broadly speaking, four to six weeks is the norm. Smile. That's my model face. Um, hey, Charlotte, how are you doing this all? through. once you do one of those reels, you just look at all the other reels and you're 10 minutes later and it's gone. You're like, oh my God, I've got to get off this. Uh, but anyway, um, what we got? Corinne, evening, how long do you have to wait to drive after a reduction? Driving, good question, Corinne. Thanks for picking me up on that. Didn't mention driving, did I? Uh, first of all, Corinne, talk to the insurance company your car insurance company because they might say it's got to be a certain amount of time after surgery they might say it's up to the doctor if they say it's up to the doctor I would say at least a week I don't think you'll you'll feel like it for a week now whenever you drive you'll have to wear a seat belt you'll have to wear a seat belt driving home from the hospital so there's no you know you have to wear a seatbelt, you can put a towel there and you know if you're worried it's going to put pressure on your breasts but um but you you have to worry, and you have to really do an emergency stop. So it's definitely a, a week, Corin. I'm going to say two weeks to be safe. And again, that is a ballpark for everybody. Some people will be great at a week and think, "What's all the fuss about?" Some people will still be a bit sore at two weeks and might want to wait three weeks. So it is a it is a, um, and I know it's difficult. People got to get back to work and things. I would say two weeks would be the would be the average. Um, and just start with short journeys and then build up to them. So don't go with, you know, if you travel miles, you know, I would not do book anything long distance for a for a, a couple of months and just build up into it after a couple of weeks. Um, Charlotte, I'm having a tummy tuck at the end of Feb. I work at Amazon in a warehouse. Do you know what, Charlotte? I would love to know how that works. It is unbelievable. Amazon, isn't it? I mean, I talked to my mum last night and she's like, did one of those ones. She lives in London where they pick it up at a, the book boxes. I've never done that before. She said she put in the postcode or something. It's like 17 boxes in the area. I mean, the technology that you can say, I'm going to pick it up at a box and then it links to your postcode, tells you where the boxes are. And then you just put a code in the box and the door opens. The technology, the infrastructure that they've got that in is unbelievable. They've got those boxes all over the place. I mean, basically, what we're talking about here is P.O. boxes, isn't it? P.O. boxes back in the day. I mean, P.O. boxes have gone, but they're back now. It's unbelievable. So, fascinated to hear how the, how the Amazon warehouse uh, works, Charlotte. Perhaps you can do a Q&A. Q&A or Q&A. Uh, about Amazon warehouse so anyway she was uh, I sometimes have to lift up to 25 kilograms 25 kilograms now let's think that I got the dumbbells Charlotte I mean five kilogram dumbbells pretty big what's the biggest dumbbell I think it's 10 25 I mean that's you can't lift 25 kilograms I think the biggest dumbbell we've got is 10 kilograms realistically how long after the tummy tuck can I return to work well, first of all, Charlotte, I'd be worried about your back. I think 25. Is that right? i have to go and look. I bought some dumbbells. I've got to be honest, I haven't really embraced the dumbbells, but I think 10 kilograms is a big one for us, so two tens. Anyway, um, that's number one. And the other problem, Charlotte, is a tummy tuck is a, quite a big deal because it's your core because often what you have to do is you have to um, bring the, the recti muscles together, um, which – is is that we call it repairing the muscles you're not repairing the muscles you just bring them together but not obviously but the rect the rectus abdominis muscles which are two muscles which go down the side are um are, are for your core so when you're lifting you engage your core and you do you do use those muscles so i would say realistically Well, put it like this, Charlotte, what if you're having it with me or in fact, whoever you're having it with, you can ask for a sick note. And what I normally do is I just write surgery on the sick note if you're worried about putting stuff on the sick note. And if I was doing you a sick note for a tummy tuck, it's normally going to be two to three weeks off because it's two to three weeks for driving and stuff. And then three followed by three weeks light duties. So or phase return. So the question is, can you do light duties without taking uh, without lifting those heavy things? If you can't do light duties without lifting those heavy things, it's six weeks off. So, you know, after two, probably three weeks to be safe, after three weeks, I would say you can do sort of office work and things. You'd be able to drive in, but you're not going to be lifting 25 kilograms. I would say six weeks and then maybe not even 25 kilograms, maybe even then just like light, lighter stuff, lighter boxes and things. You're going to still feel a bit sore at six weeks, Charlotte. Uh, t- 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 tummy tuck, again, don't want to make out that everything's a big deal because the breast reduction is a big-, big deal, but a tummy tuck is also a big deal, Charlotte. Um, and it does knock you back. You're all bent over doubling and stuff. So, um, yeah, I would say that you realistically, Charlotte, you can return to work at three weeks, but you won't be lifting 25 kilograms. It will be six weeks before you even start lifting anything heavy, and then you'd have to work up. So, um You'd have to talk to them to say, "Can I, can I have a, a, a light duties?" I'm, I'm sure they can do stuff. Well, you would have thought when you they can do stuff, like smaller boxes. They presume you know the weight of all the boxes. They just send you to the like lighter ones, don't they? Um, Charlotte, they are an amazing company. The warehouse is massive. A lot of technology involved. No one knows the process of the journey their parcel goes on. Ah. Uh, closely guarded secret Charlotte they don't want you opening a rival Amazon's so they're not going to tell you how it works um my surgeon says he doesn't believe I need the muscle repair yeah you don't always um need the muscle repair Charlotte he felt and couldn't feel a gap but he said it may be different if he opens me up and sees the gap if I don't need muscle repair does that make a difference on recovery yes Charlotte but I would say the fact that he can't feel a gap means that there's not going to be a huge gap so even if he does need to repair the muscles it will not be as you know as much as sometimes when you have a very wide uh diverification and i and i and i you know i agree with what your surgeon says there you sometimes you can't feel much of a gap but you always have a look you can have a look in in real life to see um to see if there's a gap there and so if if it's not a significant gap. So that does make a difference on recovery. If you don't have a wide diver application, that does make your recovery easier. So you might not need any application of the muscles at all. You might not need to bring those muscles at all together, or you might just need a small one. So um, either way, it does make a difference, Charlotte, and it will make it easier for you that you haven't got a a wide um, gap between your muscles. So that is good news. Yes, I can do smaller boxes. Yeah, that's good, so yeah smaller boxes would be a good thing to do uh corinne on instagram great thank you fingers crossed we have no emergency stops on the way home i know can you imagine it emergency stop on the way home you on breast reduction but if you think about it corinne in your life how often do you have to do an emergency stop not very often so presumably it'll be pretty um i mean never say never but you know drive safe drive carefully on the way home but yeah you will be a bit uncomfortable um louise do you have to care what surgery you you've had on return to work. My employer knows i would had surgery, uh, but I haven't said where on my body. Yeah, um, <clears throat> good question, Louise. And this is an interesting thing about this, this, uh, this um, work, return to work. And gotta be honest with you, Louise, I'm not an HR person, so I can't tell you exactly about the HRness of it, but I can tell you about the medicalness of it, Louise, and on a medical grounds, is confidential if, if if you're having a procedure it is confidential so you don't have to tell anyone what procedure you've had and people often think that their employer will contact us and if their employer contacts us if your employer contacts me or contacts your GP and says look we want to know um, if Louise is at surgery and we want to know what surgery she's had we'll say no problem at all um, what's the name of the patient you're asking about? Yeah, Louise. Okay. They are, but yeah, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, what we'll do is we'll have a look if, she, if this patient is on our system and we will contact them. If so, we will contact them to see if we can share, uh, their details with you. And then we would contact you and say, look, your employer has been in touch. Are you happy for us to share your details? And you can say yes or no. And if you say no, then we can't say anything to the employer. Uh, because there's a confidentiality there, so we are not allowed to say whether you're a patient of ours or whether you've had anything done much less what you've had done. So it is completely confidential what you have had done. Now, having said that, there is a box on the form when you do a sick note that says reason for sick um, being off off work. So we have to write something so there is something there. Um, and so personally, I normally write surgery. i have to write something i can't lie um i have to write surgery or post-operative recovery or something like that but um we certainly don't have to say what part of the body it is and you don't have to say to your employer if you don't want to disclose that and i would have thought you could say women's problems chest i don't know what you want to say but i thought you could maybe go around it and rather than being too cagey about the whole thing just saying i don't know what you want to say but the answer from, from my side is we don't have to say what you've had done and we won't tell your employer if, if you don't consent to us talking to your employer or well anyone to be honest with you if you can don't consent us talking to your gp or your whatever it is good practice to talk to your GP, you that's a bit different. But because your GP will be bound by the same confidentiality. So there is a there is a thing about confidentiality, Louise, that we are not allowed to um, disclose what people have had done. And so rest assured we won't tell anyone, but we do have to put something on the form. So if your surgeon is writing or if if you've asked for a fit note or a sick note, same thing. They called fit notes now, not sick notes. Just well, I think they'll probably give you the sick note so you can see what they've written. But um, I normally write surgery or post-op recovery to keep it uh, it vague, keep it vague, because it's none of their business, to be honest with you. If you are signed off medically off, then you're signed off medically off. You know, it's none of the employer's business because um, they, I believe, that the employer shouldn't make a value judgment on why you're having the surgery. Um, You know... Oh, I broke broken my neck. Oh, well, did you break your neck doing an extreme sport? Or did you break your neck, you know, doing something worthy because, you know, we're going to give you sick leave if you've done it, doing something worthy. But if you're doing something we don't deem to be worthy, we're not going to give you sick leave. You know, if you're off sick, I would say this is not another business why you're off sick personally. But as I say, I'm not an M, uh, an HR person. Uh, that's just my view. Charlotte, thank you. Helpful as always. Thank you, Charlotte. Very kind of you to say, Louise. Thank you. Hi JJ. Uh, Elizabeth, how, would, how long would you wait for further cosmetic surgery? If I had a, had a multiple, if I had a multiple breast and tum and would like lipo later, um, no top end of it, Elizabeth, but there is a bottom end And the bottom end. It is basically when you're healed and when you are feel up to it. Um, from again, from a medical point of view, in terms of having another surgery, you can go back and have another surgery the day after your first surgery. Like if you have a hematoma or something, you go back to the theatre, so you, you can have another one. But obviously, common sense should prevail. So you want to have be completely healed. Um, I mean, breast and tum is quite a big deal, Elizabeth. Um, my uh, answer to that question, f- to say sp- uh, specifically, where what I would say, I would say three months um, is where I would be at. Where you have another surgery, three months would be the minimum. Four months, would, four months would be better. Um, so three to four months. But if you had a big op like a breast and tummy, I've got to be honest with you, Elizabeth. I don't know if you're going to feel like it. You might want to wait six months or a year. Or you know, the other thing is what part of the body you're having operated on. Is it going to be the same part of the body that you had the original s- uh, surgery on? So if you've had surgery on your breast and your tummy, and you are thinking of having liposuction. If you're having liposuction to those areas, you need to wait till everything's settled because you can have swelling in those areas. So again, ideally a year if you can, um, but I think six months will be sensible. So six to 12 months would be a sensible length of time to wait before considering um, having uh, further surgery such as liposuction. But as ever, it depends on the indication, depends on what the problem is. So if the problem is not too bad, you might be able to wait longer. If the problem's problem's really bad, you might want to get it done sooner. So I hope that is helpful. Elizabeth, um, do we remove lipomas now before anyone? Um, not that anyone will pick me up on this, I think. But if anyone wants to pick me up on this, I have reason to believe it is lipomata. I think, I think I'm right in saying that. Perhaps I should have checked before I came on. But I think the plural of lipoma is lipomata, L-I-P-O-M-A-T-A, I think. It's not lipomas. But if i put do we remove lipomata everyone will be thinking what the heck's lipomata um so i think i think uh if i, if I put do we remove lipomas everyone knows what i'm on about lipomas yeah so um the um answer to that is yeah Simple short answer yes because uh, i don't want to get in trouble on youtube by saying i'm waffling on and not answering the question yes we do re- remove lipomas long answer is that we do remove lipomas that are sort of around the skin area and close to the skin. Um, so, right, lipomas can be deep. Uh, they can be very deep. They can be intra-abdominal. They can be, you know, they can be very, very deep inside your body. But the question is, why would you? They can be in your brain. Um, why would you have a, um, a lipoma in deep inside your body? Why would you want to have it removed? So um, that that's the main question. Um, sure they can be in your brain actually i have to check that <laughs> there's no fat in your brain is there you are a lipoma in your brain anyway point is if you had a deep lipoma why would you want it removed now it might be causing pressure effects on the organ nearby um for instance in your bowel or, or whatever but if that was the case you probably wouldn't want wouldn't be coming to see a plastic surgeon you'd be seeing a bowel surgeon and the bowel surgeon would be um the, the person who will probably remove that lipoma. So the lipomas are usually around the skin, in the skin area, and there will lump some bumps in the skin. They can happen anywhere on the body. Um, and we can, I think I'm safe in saying we could remove lipomas in any part of the body where you can feel them. Should we, should we put it like that? So if you can feel it, if it feels like a lump, um, and it's a lipoma, yes, we can remove it. Now, sometimes particularly on the abdomen, for instance, they can be quite deep around the buttock, they can be quite deep, uh, they can be intramuscular, uh, they can be within within the muscle. So they, they, they can be quite hard to remove sometimes. We might need some imaging and we might need to use different sort of anesthetics. So for, for instance, we might need local insulation or even a general anesthetic if it's a large and or deep lipoma. But um, the bottom line is, I think I'm safe in saying, anything that you can feel, any lump or bump you can feel, um we can remove. Um, as I say, we might need help, we might need some imaging or we might need some other people involved, but we can definitely deal with any cutaneous lipoma that you care to have. So um i'm out of questions there um that was it for me i've got to be honest i did manage to draw them out and louise and charlotte did a good job of chipping in yeah so um if you have any questions feel free to post them on the relevant channels or email them or give us a ring and i'll be more than happy to do it next tuesday we're not christmas yet it's coming though it's coming three three what Is it a few weeks in it um Or four weeks, it'll be all over, won't it? Um, Oh, here we go. The Burton. The Burton's arrived. Hashtag, oh, my God, the Burton's used the hashtag as well. Flipping heck. Burton is late in but gone straight in with the hashtag. First one of the night, first one of the month, I think. Um, Hashtag asked JJ, can I use hot tub 10 weeks after surgery? Right, the Burton. Obvious question. Maybe not obvious, but what's the surgery? Uh, But... To be honest with you, the burden actually doesn't matter that much what the surgery is, um, because presumably you're worried about the scar. So the question, the answer I would throw back at you is: is the burden. If you've got no dressings on, if you haven't got any dressings on, if you're if you're healed, if your wounds are completely healed and they're not open in any way, uh, and if your you know clothes aren't getting marks on them from from the from the scars, so if you've still got Sort of any sort of open open wound i probably wouldn't get in the hot tub but if your wounds are completely healed and there's no dressings and your clothes haven't got sort of marks on them from the exit oh i did it okay tell me to...
1: <laughs> right
0: okay um oh that right okay the but right um if they're all healed <laughs> um then yeah is the answer yeah you can, you can, tummy tuck, so um, that, that's it really. It's just, if you've got open wounds, you probably wouldn't want to be getting in the uh, in the hot tub or in the swimming pool be the same concept. You really wouldn't want to get in the swimming pool or, or, or have you get in the sea with an open wound, but you wouldn't want to get into a, a thing like a hot tub because the uh, risk of infection. So the burn, uh, you can get in that hot tub girl and uh, I mean, the snow. Can you imagine it. Well, snow's all gone now, isn't it? But yeah, it'd be quite nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, get yourself in there. Uh, <laughs> maybe leave it till tomorrow. It's a bit dark. But yeah. Well, you've got floodlights probably. Get out of there. Mandy Bell, what you got? What time do you start on a Tuesday, please? I don't have time to ask now, but would like to ask something next week. Mandy's a busy girl. Mandy, seven o'clock. By all means, message me and I'll tee it up. We have a list. We do them. we do them on a 7 o'clock on a Tuesday, Mandy. Um, but by all means, um, message me on Facebook or on Instagram or on YouTube or whatever. Um, and uh, I will be very, more than happy to talk about it next week at 7 o'clock on Tuesday. Um, so I can see you're busy, Mandy. So I'll let you get on. But uh, I'll catch you next week. The Burton, you're a ledge. Thanks for getting that late question in. Um, thanks for that flurry at the end. I will be back next week seven o'clock then so um thanks for asking my question corinne see you tomorrow 20 days left Official on the countdown i've got it on the wall Corin. 20 day countdown i know uh mandy's going to send me a dm yeah and by the way one thing i would say to everybody mandy included that anytime anyone asks me a question it will be confidential um i won't when i answer the questions i don't say who's asked the question so going back to the sick leave question earlier everything is is confidential so if you ask me a question i'm not going to say who asked me that question so feel free to message me or email or or whatever or give the clinic a ring i will not um, say who your name is when i'm answering the question if you want to come on and acknowledge it was your question then that's fine but i won't um, acknowledge it was you that asked the question because i am uh, again bound by the confidentiality so i i i uh, won't uh, breach that confidentiality by letting by by saying who you are, who you are, God willing I will see you next week and i'm going to check out of here and i'm going to check out of here Have a question not covered in today's show then send it over to info at styleanoplasticsurgery. uk using the hashtag ask jj we'd love to hear from you.